What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the O'Bridge FFL Podcast, episode 12. This is a week five recap uh, podcast episode. I got my dad here. I got Kurtzman here. Matt Marola is here and ready to not say anything as he does every other podcast that we record. Before we get into OBFFL news, I have personal news that I want to share with everyone listening to this. Um, as I've mentioned uh, many times on this, and a lot, as a lot of you guys already know, I do the Triple Threat Podcast with Steve Strom. It's just about basketball, football, all the other sports. And we got booked to do um, a live show at Arugas for the first three weeks of the NFL season. So September 8th, September 15th, September 22nd, me and Steve will be doing a live show, interacting with everyone in the crowd at Arugas in East Brunswick on 18. I would love to see a lot of you guys there. Uh, I know everyone in this league shows a lot of support, and I appreciate that. And I just wanted to get that across that I wouldn't even be doing this if I don't get the response and the support that all you guys give me. So I just want to thank everyone, and I'm excited to keep going with it. And uh, with that being said, that's really all I got. Oh, actually, I take that back. That is not all I have. This is also the last uh, – this is actually the first episode we're going to be posting on – uh, the OBFFL SoundCloud, which will eventually, within the week, be turned into its own podcast on Apple Podcasts. The same way that I've been doing it, I'm just separating all of my podcasts. I have the Triple Threat with Steve. I do the podcast with my girlfriend. And I we obviously, me and Kurtzman, do the OBFFL podcast. I'm separating all three of them. They will all be on their own platform. The, guys, the one that you guys originally subscribed to and have been listening to this on, if you do listen to it on Apple Podcasts, that's going to remain triple threat, and I'm going to branch off the other two. So when that happens, you guys will subscribe to that, and, and we'll get there when we get there. But with all that being said, let's get into the Week 5 recap of the OBFFL. First game we're going to talk about, biggest game of the season, in my opinion so far, Cowboys-Browns. Two first-place teams, two undefeated teams. Dad, you watched the whole game. What was the biggest takeaway for you? Well, what I suspected all along that the best team won. And when I say best team, I'm not saying the superior athletes. No one plays better as a team more than the Browns do in this league. And I want to give a big shout-out to the uh, the line. Uh, I made sure that I got their names this week. I want to uh, shout-out to Lorenzo, Matt Hughes, Harnish, and Chance. They played a great game. Uh, I, I noticed that they went to a silent count. And do you know how hard that is to do uh, to, for the offensive line to work as a unit on a silent count? Yeah, that you were – You were as soon as we got in the car, you were saying – I was so impressed. Get, tell me more. Go into detail about you know what Kurtzman did that you haven't seen from any other team in the league. Kurtzman played about as flawless a game as you possibly can. I mean, I know the kid since he was like 13, 14 years old, uh, coaching him, watching him play various sports. And there's one thing you can say about him. He's always prepared. And he was prepared for this game as well as his team. Uh, I, I can't say enough about it. He was, he was fantastic. He was phenomenal. A lot of times I saw where he knew exactly where his players were at all times. He knew exactly where his feet were, where the first down marker was, where the, the line of scrimmage was. There were many times where he took off and about to run, and just before he crossed the line of scrimmage, jumped back into a beautiful pass. I mean, he was, he was, he was, he was firing all cylinders. Talk about Joe Pipp a little bit. You, you were raving to me about him in the I, car. I, I want Joe, you to get it out. I think he's phenomenal. He's got great hands, and, and he's a great defender also. Uh, I, I remember Kurtzman telling me when he first drafted him, he goes, uh, maybe he might not have been a first-round pick for another 
team that didn't know him, but I know him, and I know that he's going to play like a first-rounder on this team. And, and I give kudos to, to Kurtzman for, for getting him involved early. You know, get get it's, it's, it's all the teams in this league, get your number one picks involved. Get them going. They're number one pick for a reason. They're your playmakers. And, and I, I love watching the Browns play. They're, they're such a great unit. Let me ask you this question because I said this to Kurtzman, okay? Is this the best athletic performance you have ever seen from Brandon Kurtzman? You've seen him play baseball when we had a really good rec team. We had, uh, you've seen Kurtzman play districts. You saw Kurtzman play basketball when we won the rec championship in basketball. And obviously, we've won championships and played on men's league teams together now. And now, knowing the importance of this football league, right, and how big of a game this was, do you think this was Kurtzman's best athletic performance of his career? It might have been. I always say, when I watch him play basketball, I always say pound for pound, he's the best player on the court because he plays about two feet taller than he is. Uh, this this game really I, I mean I expect that every week I'll come in I'll come on this bro, uh, podcast and say he's the smartest quarterback in the league and he proved it and, and not only that he, he showed his athleticism this week a lot of love to Kurtzman you have to tip your cap you guys know I mess around with Kurtzman all the time say he's gonna lose and, and things like that uh, c- crazy game Kurtzman give me give me some stuff shout your team out give, give me some takeaways of this game why do you think your team, we just talked a lot about you. We gave your team a lot of praise. Let's talk a little bit about the Cowboys as well as your team now. Yeah. Why do you think you were so effective against them when no one else has been? Um, I just think that when it came down to it, it was going to come down to being a shootout. I thought in my mind, because I didn't think we were going to get enough stops. I just thought that we would out- hopefully outscore them. So um, they came down right away and scored three straight possessions. Soaps had one incompletion. And I was kind of like, wow, what are we doing on defense? We need to do something different. And we did change up what we were doing on defense. And I guess it worked. What did you change? Um, we were rushing two. And we were playing a little bit of a zone behind it. And then times we would play two rushers with... Uh, man coverage with like someone covering all three linemen but we changed up more into th- rushing three saying we rather the pressure and if he runs we'll make play we'll make the plays downfield how did you get stops i don't understand was soaps throwing interceptions like why did it, why was it such we a actually well victory? they scored three times in a row we scored three times in a row and then they punted Okay. We got the ball back and scored right before the half. And then the halftime, and then we got the ball to start second half up nine. So that's like, we then we took it and went up 17. Then they scored and cut it to nine again. And then we scored. Then they went four and out, I believe, and got stopped inside the five. And then we scored again. No, 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 no. I stopped and scored oh, their oh, own okay, five. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just think we made plays when we had to, really. And... Yeah, that's really it, man. We, my any, guys played a great game. If you had advice for other teams that are going to be playing the Cowboys moving forward, what would your number one, you have to do this in order to beat them be? Your corners play 15 yards off, and if you're smart as a quarterback, you'll take advantage of it. That's okay. really all. That's If you looked at what happened, I threw, like, the same routes every time. Like, their, their corners were playing 10 yards off at least and then dropping another five on the snap. So I knew that hitches were there all day, outs were there all day, drags were there all day. It's – I didn't think it was rocket science. It's not. Take what the defense gives you. I've been saying this since week one. You only need 20 no yards. Does, yeah, no you only need 20 it. yards to get a first down. That's three plays of seven yards. Think of it that way, and you have a much better opportunity of getting the first down, and then you just got to score. One other thing I want to say, time of possession. Uh, time of possession for the Browns must have been almost, uh, I'm not going to say double, but a, a lot more than the, than the uh, Cowboys had. The, what I noticed was they would take three, four downs to get the first down and take another three, four downs to get the touchdown. Uh, by the second half, um, when, when the Cowboys were stuck on 19 points, it seemed like they didn't have the ball because when the Browns had it, it was long, methodical drives. That always ended in touchdowns. Do we think the Cowboys are in trouble? 
No, no, not by any means. What'd you give me? Give me some positives you saw from their team. Uh, defensively, they 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 could have been better. It looked like they they had a couple of blown assignments. Uh, they kind of looked at each other. Maybe you should have had them. Maybe I don't know. But offensively, they're gonna be fine. They uh, actually, this is the first time I saw Mike Body, you know, playing a role that he did. I I, I watched maybe one or two other games with the Cowboys this year, but I've never seen Mike Body playing. He's he's a weapon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, get the ball to Augie, get the ball to Liam. They're going to be fine offensively. They won't have a problem. It's a defensive end they got to work on. I think, you know, they just I, – I guess they were flat. The energy was, was more live on, on your team, Kurtzman, I feel. And we always talk about that being such a, a key factor. We say that every week about my team. Every that single team. Every single so your team has a lot of energy. Um, I think the Cowboys are, are fine moving forward. Uh, let's move on to, to the... No, let me shout out people for oh, stats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone stats, stats, stats real best. quick. Stats, stats. Um, Joe Pip went six for 66 and two touchdowns. Also had a pass breakup. Mike Freeman had a pick six and was one catch, 17 yards. Antonio Rocchio went two for 10 with two big conversions. Uh, Matt Hughes went five for 52 and a touchdown. Lorenzo, three-yard touchdown catch. Chance had four sacks. Shout out, Chance. Good shit. Uh, John Harnish, two catches, 30 yards, and a touchdown. And Luigi also had a catch and a pass breakup. For the Cowboys... Your whole team ate. Everyone, everyone did ate. something. Um, Sobes went 19 of 29, 181 yards, four touchdowns. Also had two pass breakups on defense. Uh, through one pick. Augie, six catches, 56 yards, touchdown. Body, seven catches, 84 yards, three touchdowns. Liam, two catches, 17 yards. Kalik, three catches, 17 yards. All right, let's uh let's move on to the next game here. Um, wh- what is the next one, Chris? Well, Give it Giant to me. Saints. Giant Saints. All right, uh, you guys didn't watch that game. The tail end of it. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So we, we, caught, we caught the. That's very okay. So first half, Saints looked terrible to start the game. Uh, bad snaps, uh, interceptions. You know, just everything was going wrong for them. Safeties. And then uh, they, they so the Giants were up fourteen nothing. A lot of energy. True and Jake playing for the Giants for Nick and, and Dylan. Uh, they they brought a lot of energy, playing really well. They were up, and then the game kind of flipped. Taz got a touch. They scored a touchdown. They got an interception. Got a touchdown off it. And then they had a chance at halftime. Uh, there was an interception. Guy went down at the one, and then there was three seconds left. And then they tried to do some um, off tackle run to Abby. And Johnny pulls his flag in the backfield as time expires, and that's the halftime. They go into halftime either tied or down one, I'm pretty sure. And uh, the, the rest of the game, it, it was a battle. Rob L. told me to come on here and, and don't say that he played well. He said don't let the, the numbers and the and the, and the uh, win fool you. He said he didn't play that well. I, I don't know if I would say he played bad, but he said he didn't play well. I think he was a little upset with some of his turnovers. You have the stats that you'll read. Yeah. yeah. No, he had three interceptions, and he yeah. said that to me when he came to the side. He had three picks today, and we might win. I'm like, yeah, you just got to go, just keep playing. Don't like, don't stop playing. He knows he didn't play well. Yeah. But he's also hard on himself because he knows he's a better athlete than that. And then, uh, basically, end of the game, uh, the Saints were getting stops they needed to get. Taz got the ball back through a bad pass, bad interception. Um, then after that, you know, they they get another stop and. Taz gets the ball back on fourth down. They they need a first down. Throws a little curl route to Billy. Catches it. Runs the whole length of the field, scores a touchdown, puts them up with like a minute left, and maybe thought the game was over. The Giants have been a little shaky. Rob not playing that great, uh, and then he throws a, a long touchdown pass to uh, Ryan Rougeau for the game winner. Basically, uh, it was ball hung in the air. Honestly, I can't believe that it, it got through, but it did. And Ryan made the play, made a, got behind the defense, caught the game winning touchdown. 
and I, I think just want to shout out Johnny. Uh, the Giants do not win this game without Johnny Samarco. I said the curse, but I think Johnny Samarco should be Defensive Player of the Week. That's still undecided. But I really think Johnny was the MVP of the league this week outside of you, Kersman, especially on the defensive end. And, uh, you know, Johnny recovered a fumble. He had a nice catch, just had a touchdown, uh, made the play in the backfield on Abby. He was phenomenal, brought the energy all day. And when True went down, Johnny stepped up big time. And that's it was a very, very good team effort for them. You guys want to comment on the end of the game there? Yeah, there's a lot of things I didn't like about the end of the game, especially on the Saints end. Um... Abby was a little annoyed that uh, he wasn't involved in the game. And I can understand that. Again, I always say this. He's the number one pick. He's, he's, he's the mismatch when he's out there. You got to look for him. And I know Taz is young and, and, he, and, you know, this is his first year playing quarterback. But he, he got to look for the mismatches. I mean, he's got two big receivers in Billy and, and Abby on the end. But in the same, toe, same breath, I'm saying that if you're not getting the ball, you can't take yourself out of the game. I mean, there's still a game to win there. Uh, there were a lot of times, uh, you know, Abby was upset and he's on the sideline when his team needs him in there. You, you can't, you know, you, you can't be that kind of player. Chrisman. Um, I only saw the end of the game and I saw Taz make a nice, nice passes. He moved in the pocket a lot better. I was yeah, watching, I was watching from behind him when he was going towards like the first field and I saw him move up in the pocket very well, both deep balls to Billy and they were both incomplete, but just the fact that he was moving up in the pocket, he kind of almost felt the rush from the right side and he just knew he had to step up this way. And I just thought that was just him getting better as a quarterback. And yeah. listen, if you just don't make the mental mistake of letting someone get behind you with 20-something seconds left, then, like, yeah. they win yeah, the game. A big, it was a big loss for them. It was a big win for the Giants. Yeah. Uh, I, I really think that the Saints, they played their, their best game easily. They had their team show up. Yeah, no, and, they played. No, they, they played well. really well. And uh, it just sucks that they, they lost. They have to start getting wins if they're thinking about the playoffs here. Um, do we have anything else on this game? Curse, can you give me stats? Yeah, I can give you some stats. Hold on. You want to talk about the, oh, you talk about the Giants already? Okay. Um... Taz finished 12 for 22 for 140 yards, two passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. Also had 40 yards rushing and another rush and a rushing touchdown. Um, Christian Catero had four catches, 60 yards and a touchdown. Also had a pass breakup. No, a uh, pass breakup. Yes. Tinley, two interceptions and two pass breakups. Wow. Christian Tinley. Have a day, Christian he's Tinley. He's on team now, right? Yes, he is. Um, Pate had a sack. Romano had a sack. Mm, Pate had an interception as well. And uh, Abby only one catch, 15 yards. Billy one catch, 30 yards, and a touchdown. I thought John Romano was playing well for the Saints, too. I do want to say that. I forgot to say that. Uh, John was pulling flags, making plays in the backfield. I thought he had a good game. Okay. Uh, you have stats for the other team? Yeah, Giants. Four, Rob, 14 of 24, 175 yards, five touchdowns, three picks, four rushes, 25 yards. Uh, True had two catches, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Just want to shout out True. You. Come back whenever you need to, buddy. I know you're, you might knock yourself out or something during the game. He was telling me. True so, he's, yeah, he's, he's all right. Fine. He'll be all right in a couple weeks. Uh, Rougeau, the big play, had two catches, 40 yards, including a three-yard game-winning touchdown. Uh, uh, Mike Russo had three catches and two t- two being touchdowns. Also played good defense on Billy Andrews. Shout-out to Mike Russo. I also have to say that, Mike, like you said, amazing stats. And did he have a conversion in there, too? An interception, a conversion, and a pass breakup. Wow. He might. He, Mike Russo. Have that's, a day. Yeah, that's a have a day. Have Definitely. A day. Have a day, Mike Russo. Uh, any other stats we got? Johnny Samarco, we already gassed him a lot, but he had three catches, 40 yards, and a touchdown. Sack, fumble recovery, big play at the goal line. What was Rob? 
14 and 24, 175. Okay. Five touchdowns, three picks. That's, that's crazy stat line, anyways. Uh, give me the next game here. Uh, we will go next to the Raiders versus the Titans. IB's debut at quarterback. Wow. All right. A lot to talk about in this one. Yes. Raiders, Titans. Uh, Kurtzman, I'll let you start because you did watch and ref that entire game. So give me your takeaways. Um, IB running the option is dangerous, and he showed why. Um, it was later in the game. I'll go back to the beginning of the game, but it was later in the game. The Titans had all the momentum, just scored a touchdown, cut the lead to four, and IB came out, ran a simple option play, took it 45 yards to the house. A lot of people obviously saw that on the Instagram story. Um, and I just think that with Sedano being back next week and them running it with them two, I think that if you're playing them and you're the defense that's playing them, you really have to think about how you're going to guard them. So do some preparing and make that work but um about the game the Raiders came out super hot and the Titans once again came out very flat on offense I think they were putting it together though in the middle to the end of the game they were running a little more hurry up they were getting it was because the clock was running out but um a lot more urgency on offense they were running a lot more crisper routes 10 yard outs 10 yard ins um Piscopo was once again getting Spo super involved um he was throwing a lot to his linemen I think yo Piscopo if you're listening to this Run. Joe listens. Run. And he watched and he watched your game. I hope he big yo, run. It's not a bad thing. If your teammates will not yell at you for running. I found that you figure that out. <laughs> they no, because like yeah. he had you had a lot of plays where you were outside the pocket and you could have just taken off, gotten ten yards, but you tried to make a play with your arm, and I know I try to do the same thing sometimes. Take the yards. It it makes a difference, I'm telling you. That you didn't watch this one, so I'll take it from here. You were up the other game, right? Yes, I didn't say it. Uh, yeah, so all right, I'll talk about this one. Uh and Bimbo is nasty. Like, he's nasty at quarterback. He, Like uh, Kirschman said, running the option with the kid Johnny Mack. I'm not too familiar with him. Jake Espo told me that Johnny Mack is, is, was crazy uh, good in high school, was the best player on the Oberge football team or whatever. Yeah, he, he was a good player. He's a young, young kid, young kid, and he, was, he was a beast. Like, yeah. I thought he, he was a, a beast for them, super fast, super uh, shifty. And Bimbo at quarterback is definitely the move. And that's not a slight at Corey Nuzzi. It's just Mbimbo is amazing. He could easily be the best quarterback in the league. Like, easily, Mbimbo could be the best quarterback in the league. He uh, And a lot of the plays were made down the stretch when I thought the Titans had real momentum in the game. TJ Angstad caught that out, uh, did the spin move on George, picked up the first down. Huge. Then, I was me and you, were. I know we were questioning it. We were like, why are they throwing? They should be wasting clock right now. They and were then, giving the Titans every opportunity. Every opportunity in the, in the game. And then third and long. And Bimbo throws a bomb to, to Johnny Mack, and it basically seals the game, wins it for them. But uh, the Raiders look good. You get Nick back next week. You get Corey back at receiver. I think they're a team trending up. I think they're back in the right direction. Change to IB at, at quarterback makes them lethal, in my opinion. And I want to get into the Titans now because I think they played their best game of the season. Yes, even though been. even though they won the previous week versus the Jets, I thought they played their best game. I think Matt would agree with that. Um Joe, I think they just got into a slow start. They just yeah. got behind too much and, too early. And, and then they the and then they figured, they figured it out. Down fourteen nothing to start? Uh down twelve to two. Okay. And then, and then nineteen to two. So like Yeah, and then they started they started coming back. I thought Joe looked good, Spo looked good. Uh their lineman, uh he had a really nice pass to Kevin, Kevin yeah, and got and got in the end zone, like really nice play. Morick had a lot of nice Morick, in the in the second half when they were trying to make their comeback. I I think the Titans got a lot better this week. I think I don't know what their schedule is looking like moving forward, but I think they're going to be a tough team moving forward if they play the way uh, they did. Curse me, you'll get into their stats. Their stats will probably be the best they've been. Yeah. I think their offense definitely looked the best. We've been every time we come on here and say they need to do this and that offensively. I think they kind of figured it out a little bit. 
Joe was throwing it to his line way more this week than he was in weeks previous. He did have a rushing touchdown, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, diving his ass. So, he, yeah, much. like Kurtzman said, Joe, if you're listening, just just run a little more. You're a good athlete. Like, it, you see Kurtzman do it, it, it works. Uh, I know you want to throw, you could throw, but it opens up the throw when they have to respect the run. Like, I, I don't have to t- you know this, but that's how you're going to continue to move the ball, extend drives for your team, and ultimately score and and win <laughs> uh let's get into some stats of this game uh, I, I think you know both teams really good moving forward i like the raiders maybe we're gonna do power rankings at the end of this yeah. interesting to see where they fall in the power rankings um ib finished nine of 18 had one touchdown pass oh no two touchdown passes one to jarwar one to uh mac Levy, also being the game winner uh, had almost 100 yards, but he also had 70 yards rushing and the big 45 yard touchdown that we talked about. Um, Mac Levy also had four rushes for th- 40 yards and the t- a touchdown. Also had three catches, 30 yards. CJ Angstad, three catches, 42 yards. Um, Zach Bilheimer had nine rushing yards, a pass breakup, and a sack. Tyler Hogan had a pass break up in a sack. Mahmood, pick six. Good shit, Mahmood. Damn, shout out, Mahmood. Shout out to Mahmood. I forgot to say that. Mahmood made a big play earlier in the game, got them hyped. Uh, I was happy for Mahmood. He's a beast. I, I completely forgot to shout you out. Definitely great play. Uh, Second uh, straight week, Jarwar touchdown. Shout out, Jarwar. Shout out to Jarwar touchdown. Tyler Hogney's a beast. <clears throat> um, puts pressure on the quarterback the entire game. Uh, give me Titan stats here. Titans says Piscopo finished his best day, 17 of 24 for 145 yards, two touchdowns, only one interception. Also had six carries for 42 yards and a rushing touchdown. Spo eight targets, six catches, 50 yards and a touchdown. His usual thing, league leader amongst in all those categories. Morick five catches, um, 52 yards. Christie had three catches, 15 yards and a touchdown. Matt, three catches, 22 yards, and also had his first drop of the season. I couldn't believe wow, it. Matt. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> you're such a scumbag. I know, but I had to because well, you're standing right here and you don't speak on the podcast. Um, defensively, Spo interception, Joey Ratty interception. Matt also had a sack of fumble recovery and a defensive conversion. So that's all Matt does. That's all Matt conversion. does. Yeah, and that's I, really I, it for them. I want to say one thing. I think we should start keeping track of flag grabs. I really believe that. Like tackles are a stat in the NFL, and the kids that pull the flag, you got. I they need love. We need love for people that are pulling the flags. Huge part of the game. Stat guys, if you're listening to this, let's do it. Like I'm just saying this now. I don't know how Carson actually feels about that, but I think that's what we should do. So I hope I hope that's what we get into. Give me the next game here. The last game of the day, the Jets against the Vikings. I did not see a single play from this game, so I'm giving this up to Tommy, who ref the game and saw every play. I saw the, uh, the Jet Viking game. Uh, very impressed with the Vikings, uh, offensively and defensively. Uh, it's pretty much what I expected from the Jets. I, I hate to say it. I say it every week. I think uh, the talent is just not there. Uh, the, the playmakers aren't there. I mean, Paul you know, plays his heart out every week, but uh, there's just so much they can do. Uh, and the other side, with the Vikings, uh, Mikey was great. Uh, if you don't believe me, you could ask him. He'll tell you himself. <laughs> uh, there's, there's no shame in his game. Uh, yeah, they're going to be a force. Now that they made this change, uh, they move the ball well, and they really do play a great defensive scheme. Uh, it's a good defensive team, and they only get better when Zach comes back. What were you saying about Connor to me in the car? I, I said if, if any kind of redraft, I'm taking Connor number one no matter what. No matter, even if Jake Esposito is, is in the league and he's playing. Wow, you heard that, Jake? Jake is great. You heard that, Jake? He said he's taking Connor over you, Jake. <laughs> I, 
I, and it's it's tough. It's really tough. But but watching what he does week in and week out, uh, the way he moves with the ball, he can run, he can catch, he can go over you to catch a ball. Uh, even defensively, you know, uh, he put him on the line and he's pressuring the quarterback and getting sacks. Put him in the backfield and he's picking off balls. Uh, he, he is a force. What about defensively this this week? Like, how good are the Vikings defensively? Do you think they're the best D in the league? Uh, they have the potential to be. It's tough to, to judge them by playing a team that, that is having trouble moving the ball offensively like the Jets. But uh, they're definitely, they have the players and, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I like the cockiness. Oh, of the swag? Yeah, I mean, it starts with the quarterback down. I mean, listen, I love a quarterback who's confident. There's not, there's not a, a more confident quarterback in this league than Mike Gargano. You think, so you think Mikey is the cockiest most, you think even more than Kurtzman? Kurtzman was yapping a little bit. No, not like Mike does. Mike is on a different level to you? Different level, different level. <laughs> Mikey is the funniest player in the league. Kurtzman, what are your thoughts on this one? Um... More just about how the teams are going forward. Vikings, you continue to make statements every week, and I like what I see out of you guys. I'm excited to see how you guys play against the Cowboys, and I'm excited to see what kind of days you guys do in the playoffs. Jets, keep fighting. It's a one. It's a one. You're one. You're one game out of the playoffs right now, still. So just keep fighting, and you can make a run. Still, you still play teams that are right in front of you. So if you win, beat out who you're supposed to beat. You make it. Yeah. It's that simple. I, I think that's get simple. organized, linemen, block, receivers, catch. I think this would be a good time to do uh, power rankings. We now, now, now that we're done with uh, we're done with the games, right? Oh, yeah. That's oh, that's all the games. Twenty five minutes, and I still want to get some more out here. We got more tweets and stuff to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go power rankings. Best team in the league. Who we got? Browns. Second best team in the league. Still the Cowboys. You think the Cowboys are better than the Vikings? Uh, Vikings are, are with a bullet going up, but until they they play them and show they can be. Uh, competitive on their level, then I'm still going with the Cowboys too. I'm going to go Vikings over Cowboys because of their energy. I need to see some more trash talking from Sobes and Augie and Liam and all these people. I need to see you guys be more fired up. I got the Vikings at two. That's where we disagree. So you have the Vikings at three. Vikings at three. Four. Uh, Raiders. Five. Five. Giants. Six. Titans. Seven. Saints. Eight. Jets. Jets. You're, you've been a Jets hater. <laughs> I'm not a Jets hater. I just I, <laughs> I I watch them play, and it is nothing that I can get excited about. I, I don't take this wrong. I mean, there are great players on that team. They just they they haven't put it together. And when they need to make a big play, they don't. Mm. I, on both sides of the ball. Okay. Well, that that's that's what it is. I I, I kind of agree with those power rankings. I would go. Cowboys I, at four. I mean, Cowboys at three because you had Vikings at two. Who's your fourth best team? You know, we gave you too much praise today. Okay. I think the Vikings could be... I said I don't think your team's going undefeated. Okay. And you beat the Cowboys, so I thought the Cowboys were going to beat you. So now my next thing is the Vikings will beat you. So I got Mikey and his trash-talking ability to rattle you a little bit. You know, Chance is going to be... Chance can't be the loudest guy on the field if Mikey's on the field. Yeah. So, <laughs> Curtis is like, nah, we're going to watch them. Nah, he to stop me. To yeah. We played once, but they weren't. What they nah, were, nah, they nah. Were, new, new teams, new teams. We're, we're too deep in the season to. One hundred percent. Every team looks different. Than every single team. Every, every single team looks different. Look at all the quarterback changes that so we've had. So many quarterback changes in the league. I love it though. I love the parity. I love how it's. Yeah. Before we do, before we get into the uh, the, the, the tweets. Yeah. Before we get into the tweets, you you said to me uh, if if you were quarterback in this league, because you know you like to talk about yourself and what you used to do, but <laughs> it, but in a in a serious note. What would you not say? What would you do? But like you, you have a problem with a lot a way a lot of these guys approach it. Get into 
what you see and and how you would approach it or how you if you were coaching a team how you would tell them to approach the game what they do wrong and all that kind of stuff listen when i was young and i wanted to get better what i used to do is look at the better players look at the better teams see what they did it's not rocket science like kurtzman said take what the defense gives you if if, if I, I see teams that are backed up inside the five yard line and looking out the cornerback is playing 10 to 15 yards off quick hit quick hit to your white out let them get the yards. Push yourself out of the shadow of the end zone. And things that really kill me, extra points. Start a game off. Go for one. Five yards out. Get get a, get an extra point. An extra point can be another score. But no one, everyone wants to go for two. Why? That's what no reason. Playing. Now I've got. I went for two every every other touchdown I scored this year. I went for two going into today. I went for one every single time we scored, and it's, it worked. Because listen, if you get and the we scored every single time, we got every conversion. See, Mikey Gargano said to me, he goes. If you could get five, you could get another five. I was like, all right. Well, I would. I, I would love to see the stats where uh, uh, go for one versus yeah, go for two. One versus two. Five yards out is has got to be so much easier than than ten yards. I'd be just by watching what I see in the league. Are you willing to fund uh, analytics department? <laughs> I, I fund enough. I'll get of this you that stat. I'll get you that stat. That, uh, that's an easy stat. I can easily. You think get so? Yeah. I have every. I like I that every stat. Play from, that, I have every but play from every it's just hardly anyone goes for one, which blows my mind. Because listen, I mean, how big was it when you scored the extra point and the Cowboys didn't? Huge. It was, like, it was the second time. That's, a, 14, that's an that's an additional 14, 13, score. Fourteen thirteen. And it's no, you're winning the game. It's not like oh we're down one we're getting later. Happened, if right? no one scores now, the rest of the game, you win. Here's the thing, you know. So in my game. In our game, we were up 27 to 19, eight point game right at halftime. The first time we went out and scored, because we got all those other conversions before, we were able to just go for uh, go for one and go up by 17, which is three possessions. Mm. It mat it matters. Like it it's crazy how people just don't don't follow that rule. I mean, it, extra points are uh, could be an additional score. I okay. I agree. I th- I think good tip. Yeah, know, yeah, no. I I think that's just I think something that uh, we had to talk about here. All right, let's get into the overreaction thread that's posted on the Twitter. A lot of people voted on it. It's been up for a little bit now. Kurtzman, read me some uh, overreaction Monday posts. Okay, so the first one we tweeted out today is, should the Vikings deserve to be the number two seed after the Cowboys got blown out? Now, we already heard you say they're the number two team in the league, but he said the Cowboys are the number two team in the league. So give it I think the Cowboys are the number two team in the league mm. also. But... Um, it was no. The Vikings do not deserve to be number two team in the league. Fifty-eight percent to forty-two percent. So forty-two. So fifty-eight percent. The Cowboys, Cowboys are still better. Are still number two. Yes. Uh, Augie told me to show some respect to him today. Show some respect. I, I still think Sobes is the best quarterback in the league, but that defense. You got fifty ball. Like they dropped fifty on you. Come on, like, I, I don't know. I, I think I got the Vikings at number two, honestly. I was sleeping on the Vikings a little bit early in the season. I'm awake now. I'm awake. Right. I, I think they're the second best team. Dad, I know you disagree. I, I just, that's, to me, I, I think the voting is wrong. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there's no one been, been more right with these predictions and which way the teams are going than me. Oh, no one has been more wrong than me. <laughs> yeah. <that's>... All right. <laughs> um, we'll go to the next one. The next if I one. pick you, it's a, it's a bad, it's a bad, bad look for your team. It's kiss a bad look. I am the kiss of death. Um, is Brandon Kurtzman the MVP favorite? 68% say yes. I say, 32 say no. I say the league, is, votes. the league is rigged if you get MVP. I don't want to give myself MVP. You can't give yourself MVP, but if you go undefeated, you have to get MVP. I'm giving MVP to his line. That's wow. what I'm giving MVP to. Damn, sir, are you saying I'm only good? Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Dad. If you reverse the roles with Sobes and Kurtzman, last game, who wins? 
You just switched the to brown. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'll give it to Sobs. Oh wow. I'm, 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 that's not taking away anything away wow. from Christmas hurt. Did you? Hurt. I, I sit here and tell you every week that they are the best team. Team. I'm, that means everyone does their job. Yeah, but you don't think that's because Kurtzman's a great leader? He's a great leader. I, listen, I, I, I'm going to say it again. Smarts. I always told my three boys growing up, if you can't be the best athlete on the field, be the smartest. Kurtzman's the smartest athlete on the field. Period. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's great. Okay. Seems right. sounds like sounds like you were taking Sobes over him there. No, I'm, you te- you yeah. tell me if the roles are reversed where I put Sobes on the on the Browns yeah. team. Yeah. Okay. All right. He's got that line to help him. That's all right. That's all right. yeah. I agree. I think Kurtzman got washed if it was the other way around. You made it look like it was, <laughs> you make it look like it was a slight that I said. No, no, no. Anyway, you got, you got. No, we we, we go. gave him too much love today. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, saw, you gotta humble him. You gotta humble him. Anyway, next one. Will the Raiders lose another game with IB playing quarterback? Oh, the, uh, people were said yes. They'll lose another game. I think they'll lose another game. I don't know the rest of their schedule, but how many weeks are left? Three week, regular season games left. They Ooh. don't play the Cowboys. The only regular season we're talking. Did they play Ooh. you? They play. No, they still have to play May. Yeah, they they're gonna lose May. then. I think IB is a problem. I'm not going to count him out in any game. I think they'll lose one just because, but IB is a beast, and I wouldn't be surprised if they win the championship. He's a beast, but him not being on the other side of the ball, I mean, playing receiver, is going to hurt them too. Okay. Which team is most what, likely? What do you think? You didn't oh, answer it. <laughs> um, I think that they could. I mean, I'm obviously going to pick them to lose to me, but they can easily run the table and go 3-0 the rest of the IB, IB on Twitter said, y'all stupid. <laughs> yeah, he said he said you're hating. Right, so Not hating. He's one. the logo. Yeah. The next one. Which team is most likely to get the sixth seed? The Titans, the Jets, or the Saints? What did the votes say? Forty-seven percent say the Titans. Thirty-three percent say the Jets. Twenty percent say the Saints. Fifty-seven votes casted. Dad. Titans. Wow. Kurtzman. Titans. What do they have? One win. Yeah. Jets have one win. Mm-hmm. Tight, Saints yeah. have zero. Titans beat Jets. When have have the Saints played the Titans yet? No. No. Wow. I got the Saints getting in. I got them beating You're you such guys. A bum for that. Okay. I I could be a bum for that. I'll take Abby. All right. I think I think Ab gets awesome. it done. I think they get it done. Ab, Bill, Taz, Christian, Pete, right. Tinley. Here's the last one. Will Sobes and Augie split up like Russ and KD after the season? 78% say yes. Well, here's here's that analogy. Uh, there are uh, inside sources who believe Sobes plays for stats. And there's uh, people who think Westbrook is a stat chaser. And Augie is referring to himself as Kevin Durant. Saying he's a star saying, who doesn't get enough targets. Saying he's a star who, in crunch time of games, he doesn't get the ball because Sobes is too busy stat chasing. So I, I think the relationship between Sobes and Augie is over. I think you're going to no longer see Sobes at Augie's house, uh, in his backyard, at his parties. Uh, I, I think Augie is, is, feels as if he's not being used properly. I think Sobes uh, feels that Augie is washed. I just think the relationship is just it's run its course. I, am, I, am I alone here? Or? No, no. I, I, see, I, I, see, I see everything you're saying here. I mean, listen. Sobs out here liking the tweet of the QB stats. Augie sending this to me at two in the morning, yeah, like, the day before a game, saying, "Look, I, I wasn't wow. lying to you." So, I think this might be the end of them. <laughs> Dad, you think? <laughs> Sounds like a jilted lover to me. What, Augie? What do you mean? What did you say? It sound like a jilted lover. Oh yeah, it is. It's it's over for Sobs and Augie. I'm I'm off them. I think I think Sobs. Uh, I think Sobes is done with him, man. I really do. Augie said he's he's Josh Gordon now. He's, you know, getting into other things. Can't get off the jewel. It's just, it's, t- it's, it's a tough bad, scene. Tough, bad, scene. tough scene. Tough scene. Bad time for the boys. 
Uh, that was it. That's that's the last one. That's the last yeah, one we that got. The, that was the last overreaction thread. Uh, yeah, it'll be another one next Monday after the games. Can I say something? Yeah. I think it's great that well, there were parents there this week. Yeah. There were girlfriends, dogs. I, come on out. I mean, I was talking to Mike, uh, Nick Body, and he was telling me that, you know, there was a lot of buzz about the league. And I'm glad to see people come out watching the games and, and supporting the league. I just it, want to tell you that that's great to hear, and I'm loving it. Keep telling a friend to tell a friend about the league. I'm going to steal TJ's line, but it's the best way to get the word out. Keep telling your parents to come down. We'll be on the turf. It'll be a lot better, and that's how that's how it will be, and it'll be a great time, even better time. Bring the doggies down. Eventual stands, eventual concession, a bunch of stuff in the work. The best flag league in New Jersey, not even close. You don't get this kind of shit anywhere else. Pictures, videos, uh, media coverage, podcasts, jokes, everything we got going on here. The best fucking league in Jersey, hands down. Everyone, keep doing a great job promoting the league. As always, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Thank you for the support. This is going to be on its own thing on Apple Podcasts shortly. Make sure you guys subscribe to that when it is available. And we'll catch you guys next time for the week six preview, yes. which will be what day? Thursday or Friday. Thursday or Friday night, we'll get the, the week six preview out. We'll see you guys then.